who are you going to call when you need help? Today's guest, Judy Fritz, has asked that question in 2013. She decided to create a solution about it for business owners and entrepreneurs. Tune in and find out more today. Hey, hey, everybody, it is Tim Gillette, and we're back with another Tim Gillette show. Hey, it's like, what, Tuesday? Uh, it means Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We have great guests on our show here, people who are content creators, people who are business owners, entrepreneurs. They're making a difference in the world. They are the coolest people on the planet because it's the only way I bring people on is they are the coolest people on the planet. So I'm looking forward today to bringing you today's guest, someone I've known for several years. She's in a mastermind with uh, one of our previous guests that together we're in a mastermind for a previous guest that was on here, Craig Duswalt. And uh, we've known each other for a while. I just kind of finally roped her in and said, I got to put you on camera, girl, and ask you a bunch of questions. So we don't know how the conversation is going to go, but we're going to have a good time. And you're going to learn about who Judy Fritz is. Let's bring her up here. Judy Fritz, how are you? Texas Tim, how are you, my man? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to, to 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 like open up and gut you out on camera. I mean, I mean, introduce people to you on camera. Hey, that's what you do. <laughs> it has been fun doing it too for several years now. This is season seven for us doing it, and uh, we always love getting to know people like you on camera. Right. My, my cat and, wants to say hello. Oh, so. <laughs> what's your kitty's name? <laughs> this is Fluff Fluff. Fluffy. Yeah. Yeah. She keeps walking. So let's uh, move along, little girl. Okay. (laughs) So my cat, yeah, my cats are gone. I don't have cats anymore. I miss my kitties. So anyway, um, I had one that I had one cat forever and we had a blog about him and everything. And uh, you know what I mean? He passed on in February. I got two kitties and I should never, never have put two kittens in a small condo. Anyway. I learned that the hard way. They're a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, first of all, Judy, I got to ask uh, for my listeners, whereabouts in the country do you live? I'm in Maryland, uh, Bel Air, to be exact. I and know where that actually is. in my, if you can tell, I'm in my son's Ravens room. Well, he's in L.A. now, but uh, this, yeah, I've been quarantining in his room. So go Ravens. Go Ravens? Like that's a baseball team, isn't it? Oh my God. Did you not see the great kick? The, no, it was like amazing. Okay. Tim, man. Hmm. 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 No, you know, what's (laughs) funny is now before the, before the Baltimore Ravens were in Baltimore, I used to do a conference. I was part of every year in downtown Baltimore, down at the high, down on the Mm -hmm. waterfront. And uh, we used to go every Christmas uh, it was a group of people, business I was associated with up in when I lived up in Philadelphia. And I took my dad and mom used to go with us and we'd get an extra room and my mom and dad would watch my daughter at the time. And one year we're down there and over at the ballpark where the Orioles play, there was this, this there was this outing or, or thing for the, uh, for the Congress, the new congressmen that were just elected. All right. I think it was the year was 94 because that was that would have been that would have been a, a it wasn't a presidential election year. It was a Congress election year. And my I happened I was I was like at the um, whatever it is, the like mini mall across from the hotel. 
and ran into my congressman who I knew personally. I, him and I knew each other personally. And I'd worked on his campaign and stuff. And he ran into him and he goes, hey, I didn't know you were in town. I'm like, yeah, I'm here at a conference over at the Hyatt. And he goes, well, I'm at a conference over at the Orioles Stadium. And um, and he says, you should come by tonight. And like the speaker was somebody that my dad was interested in. I wasn't, right? So I go back to my hotel room and I said, dad, I got you a VIP seating to a congressional dinner tonight. And he's like, oh my what? God. So I thought, huh? You know, he had to go buy, you know, a suit and a tie. He had to borrow one of my ties. But he, had to, he didn't have a suit with him or anything. He had to go to a suit to go to, go to this dinner and everything. And, and, and it was at the Orioles Stadium. And I know now the Ravens Stadium is right, like right next to it now. Yep. Yep. So, yep. So um, you were the hero of the evening, I bet. I was. Uh, I just, you know, I, I, I got dad into a congressional dinner and uh, basically how I did it. This is how much this congressman knew me. He's not a, I don't think he's a congressman anymore. I, 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 then again, I've not lived in Pennsylvania in 20 years. So, but basically he says, well, Tim, this is how we're going to get your dad in. He takes his wallet out of his pocket and hands it to me. Tell your dad. All right. That, that he's supposed to come to the front desk. He's my assistant. All right. And to bring my wallet to me from my hotel room. <laughs> the, the and my dad, it, well, that's it. Like, and my dad gets walked into a congressional dinner. Like, oh anyway. my gosh, that's! Uh, awesome. I was a candidacy that he loved too. I mean, so he was a party he, my dad was into. But that's my stories with Baltimore. You know, um, uh, you know, I, I think I've been back there once, other than flying in and out of BWI. Every time I go, I go to Northeast. I fly out of BWI instead of Philadelphia now. So yeah, yeah, it just depends. Um, yeah. I use both, so it depends. BWI, of course, is closer, but. Sometimes. Well, I can get a direct flight on Southwest from Dallas to BWI. I can't get a direct flight into New, into Philadelphia anymore. Ah, so that makes a big difference. Yeah, it's it only does. an extra two hour drive if you do it at night. So, yep, you're right. So, you're I've right. actually landed there at midnight with my my wife. This is 2018. My wife and I landed there at midnight. Got our rental vehicle, which is a truck, because my mom was moving, and drove to the Poconos at mm. midnight. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, here's my fun Pocono story. Okay. Okay. I surprised my husband. Um, I had had a car accident and, you know, we had just been through a lot of, you know, healing and he was taking care of me and oh my gosh. So it was our anniversary. And so I wanted to surprise him. So I booked this whole big thing to the Poconos. And I arranged it with his boss for him to have off. I had him packed. He came home from work that day. And I said, get back in the car. Mm -hmm. And I gave him a stack of envelopes that had the directions. You open envelope one, it gets you to one place, you know, go up 95, do this, do that, open the next envelope. Well, my envelopes were not quite organized. And we oh, he did this with him. <laughs> and who knows where we were going? Yeah. I have no idea. And he was just getting madder and madder. <laughs> He's like, "Would you just wow. tell me where we, we're going so I can figure out how to get there?" This was pre-GPS. Oh so wow! I take the map and I'm like going like this, trying not to show it to him. So I'm hiding it and and trying to figure. Okay. No, I think we're supposed to go right. No, maybe it's a left. I don't know. Finally had to tell him, okay, we're going to the Poconos. We got to figure out how to get there. 
because <laughs> he was so mad at me. You know, men don't like to be lost. Uh. <laughs> uh, so but we finally got there, had an amazing time. So uh, I see we have a Facebook user leaving comments. I think Facebook user, go to uh, streamyard.com slash Facebook so you can actually, uh, we know who you are. Ray, <laughs> Steelers fans. Who's our Steelers fan in our group? I don't know. Nobody good. It's got to be somebody from the Northeast. I'm telling you right now. Well, it's not Kansas it's City, so we know it's not Craig. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sure. So, I mean, have you lived in Maryland your whole life? I have. Have you? Yeah. Wow. Yep. I grew up in Aberdeen. Okay. Um, if you know, if you heard of the Proving Grounds, Aberdeen Proving Grounds, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's where I was born. Mm -hmm. um, lived in Aberdeen. Uh, went to Towson after we were married. We bought a house there. Um, and then when we had kids and wanted a nice urban area, we moved um, back to Bel Air. Mm. Cool. Cool. So yeah, I lived uh, I lived in New England. Uh, like I was born to like Scranton, lived down Southern Pennsylvania, and then I lived in New England for a couple of years. Lived in, in Lowell, Massachusetts, and Tuxbury, Lowell, Lowell Tuxbury, Massachusetts, and uh, Nashville, New Hampshire. And then I moved back to Pennsylvania. Lived in the town that uh, my ex-wife was from until 1998. When she left, I said, "That's it. I'm not staying here anymore." I left. I moved to Texas. <laughs> I've been in Dallas ever since. So, but. And so now I'm getting everybody in my world to move to Dallas. So do, I, I know you're taking Isn't it funny how many people are moving to Dallas and like, I'm just it's going, crazy. well, just, just goes to prove I'm a leader. That's right. Yeah. So. You knew you were there. Now, did you see that game last night? No, I didn't. Yeah. See, there were, I, I, I didn't know there was a game last I, night. Well, the Cowboys played. The Cowgirls? The Cow. <laughs> No, 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 no. Here's this has been my story. Up the Eagles. Okay, this has been my story since moving here, Judy. All right, because I'm not into football. I really can care less anymore. Right? I watch uh, like I, I'm into the, to basketball because that's what my my wife and my my stepsons are into, and we go to basketball games. But like, I, I lived in Philadelphia, and I'm like, you know, what I mean, they're never going to win a Super Bowl. So I'm like, okay, I'm moving out of out of state. I want to move to a town that like I can experience a just a city that wins a Super Bowl. Just so I can say I lived there and experienced it once. I moved here in 1998, and Dallas Cowboys have not been past the first round of the playoffs since I've been here. Yeah, and my son lived um, in Philly right on Broad Street when um, when the Eagles won yeah. that year. And the videos, it was just crazy. People all over the streets, just so happy. So, yeah, but then I say down here, I always tell people, well, you know, I, I, and I'm not really, but I'm like, I'm an Eagles fan. And we have the, we are, we are the most unique fans in the entire NFL. And this joke only works in Dallas, but we, we're talking the whole time and just like going, is like, you know, here's what, how we are with the most unique fans. We have two favorite teams. The Philadelphia Eagles is our almost favorite. And the second favorite is whoever's playing Dallas. It's a great Dallas joke to tell. I'm just letting you know. Get you a lot of friends in Dallas. <laughs> so, but now, um, but now, I mean, like, you know, uh, I, again, I'm not really into it, but the, the year that like, I know Craig was into it, the year that Kansas city, a lot of Philadelphia Eagles fans were rooting for Kansas city to win. Do you know why? No. Tell me why. Because the coach, 
the coach used to be Philadelphia's coach, and we oh, he he, he took them that. to the Super Bowl and lost. I didn't know that. Yeah. And they wanted they wanted this they Philadelphia Eagles fans wanted to see him win a Super Bowl because yeah. this man has trained more Super Bowl coaches than you can imagine, but he never won a Super Bowl himself. Mm. And the year he won, we were all happy as can be because he finally won a Super Bowl. Yeah, he deserved it. He deserved it. Oh, yeah, he really deserved it because he was a really a great coach. He's a great guy. I met him in person when I was in Philadelphia. So he's a great guy, and, you know, he deserved that win. So so outside of football, all right, uh, when it, I get people on here to find out about their business. So let's find out that now. What, what kind of business do you do? What do you do to, to make money? I help people, Tim. It's awesome. You know how you grow up and you're like, I just want to help people. That's what I really get to do every day. So it's, it's awesome. Um, we have a virtual assistant team and we support uh, business owners around the world who are struggling to do everything by themselves. Um, and they bring in our team that consists of uh, virtual assistants that are great at social media. We have four social media experts. We have people that are great on the phone. Uh, we have people that love spreadsheets and entering data. And then we have another sector that they love the whole tech side, how to do marketing campaigns and websites and um, yeah, all that. So it's, it's really fun. We have a great team that we love to work together because everybody's kind of working in their genius zone. So not too many people have to do what they hate. Um, so it works out really, really well. And we just love our clients. We get to become their team and cheer them on and be there when they need some strategy and what's new, what's happening out there. What, what else can I do? Um, so that's what we do. We help mm -hmm. our clients make more money and uh, give them more time to do some things that they usually can't do or put on the back burner. Um, yeah. So we free them up. A so, little. I mean, you got, you've got quite a, uh, quite a, quite, I mean, do you have your teams broken down per tasks they do or teams broken down per, per clients? So like you, you have a team member that's, that just takes care of one client's all their needs, or you have a team member that does social media Blogging things uh, like we that. Have, the way we're structured, we have a virtual business manager, mm -hmm. and that's the main point person that becomes like the right hand man of that mm -hmm. business owner. Um, what they can do that's in their wheelhouse, they'll do. Mm -hmm. And then they go to the talent pool and say, okay, this person needs a landing page. Mm -hmm. She's the best person to do that. She'll knock that out in an hour. So let's mm -hmm. get her on it. Um, and we use a like, such an amazing program called ClickUp, okay. and um, it's it's an Asana on steroids. Um, we used to use Asana, great program, but as our team grew, um, we needed something that was um, a little more helpful. So we started using ClickUp, and we just love it. We can talk on there. It's uh, put the tasks in there. We can keep our time in there. It's it's just a great program. So we keep everything straight in there. So, uh, but, but different services you're helping people with, like you, you say like, you know, like, uh, um, opt-in pages, stuff like that. Or, you know, I use like right now, you, you know, a lot of stuff we're doing is, is, is Kartra and like optimized press. And like, I help, I help my clients build the funnels, like goes behind this, this podcast. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, do you have team members who work with those tools or, or sure what's, do they work with specific tools or everything? Yeah, pretty much everything. Um, we do Kartra. That's one of our favorites is Kartra. That's the only, that's the Kartra is the only one I help people with. So like they call me up and go, Hey, I want you to create a campaign for me and Infusionsoft. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not the band. Go call Judy. I'm not me. Not, there you go. Company doesn't do that. Yep. I mean, builder all, yeah. I mean, we use them all. And it's so funny because they're coming out with more and more and we right. stay on top of all of them. So yeah, our team can handle all of them. Cool. So yeah, and that's where where I learned to just get specific. Like I, I most of my business is coaching, but I do have those people who want me to do the services for them, and I do them. But maybe I don't know. Maybe if I get the right pricing, I can just outsource them to you. <laughs> hey, it's who you know, Tim. <laughs> so uh, because I do a lot for for people who help me, I build funnels for people. That's just a side thing. It's not something I advertise. It's just mm -hmm. something my clientele goes. I want this built. Uh, who should I hire? And I'm like, I'll do it for you. Here's the price. Yep. There you go. <laughs> and most of the time they go, okay, sounds good. <laughs> yep. 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 They just want the job done. Yeah. That's it. They just want the job yep, done. Yep. And most of the time my price is not the cheapest. It's just like, I'm charging for my time. And I'm like, cause I know I can whack it out real quick. Mm -hmm. It's like, those are the ones I know I can do really quick. Yeah. And um, I was talking with a guy who does paintings the other day, like mural paintings, right? Mm -hmm. And he was doing some of these things for people during the pandemic where he would do like the pictures and then they would take them in frames and put them up on walls at their house, not paint on the actual wall. And he started this whole thing where some of them, he thought they were so people thought they were so complicated and you get it. A painting could be, but he said, well, no, he says, I do most of it. And like, it's like a knockout job for me in a matter of hours. And then I let it sit there for months. Yeah, yeah, we're working on it. Yeah, yeah, it'll be done soon. It'll be said because he's afraid to tell him how easy it is for him to do it because mm. he charges so much money. And I'm like, maybe I got to do that mob. No, yeah. And sometimes it just doesn't matter. You've seen some of those people do the splat painting and yeah. things like that. And it's, you know, it's who's doing it. Mm -hmm. It's not how long it takes. Have you seen my splat painted guitar? No, you haven't seen my spot painting guitar. No, I don't. I don't have it here. I, I gave it to my son, my stepson for his birthday, his 30th birthday. But I'm building it's another Sundays, one. It's, huh? sun, it's Sunday, Sun, yeah. World International Sun's Day. Yeah, so, I heard that like so somewhere. To, yeah. So remember to say, hey, I love you. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess. I, well, and it's funny, you know, which which one of my children I heard from today since it's Sunday. I Your know. daughter. <laughs> She's, she lives in Philly and she called That's me. That's almost now. every day, isn't it? Huh? Isn't that every day? I thought so. Like it's just, wait, no, 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 Judy. It's like people ask me, you know Casey Everhart, right? You know uh, Casey? It sounds really familiar. Yeah, I, I met Casey through different people like who I met Craig from, right? It's like we're in the same, same group of people out in LA. And Casey Everhart used to ask this question, which I now ask. It's part of my presentation. He used to say, who's the most powerful woman in the world? And I used to go, Gwen Gillette. He goes, other than your wife, Tim. No, it's the daughter. Now, my daughter can get whatever she wants. She That's calls right. me and I made a business deal with my daughter. She needed something. So I made a business deal with my daughter. And she's like, oh, because daddy's a business guy. Daddy's got to create a business for her. And every time she calls, I help her create another business. Oh, anyway, awesome. yep. I know. That's just the That's way I do. That's huh? what we do. That's entrepreneurs. That's what we do. Oh, well, we yeah. I, anyway, and and like my kids don't need to create any businesses. I pass away, they get three. So. <laughs> 
anyway, so more about you and this. All right. What what got you started in doing this and, and made you go, okay, I got to help people uh, get all this stuff done for, for themselves. All right. Well, let's see. I was working for Habitat for Humanity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally loved that till I didn't. And um, I was watching Shark Tank one night. Mm. And Mark Cuban had said something like, um, when you when you see a problem and you can solve that problem, that's where your business is. Mm-hmm. So I started thinking, what problem do I see? And this was, well, this was 13 years ago. So this is the time, oh my gosh, uh, yeah, I remember it as clear as day, where, where they were, everybody was cutting back in the offices. Mm-hmm. And um, if somebody went on maternity leave or left, they didn't replace them. It just more work got put on the people that were still there. Um, and I just felt like, gosh, people could just get a little bit of help when they needed it. Like when that girl's on maternity leave all summer or, you know, when somebody leaves here, help us until we find the right person, you know, that would be key. So um, I started the virtual assistant business and which I really didn't know was a virtual assistant business at the time. I just kind of went into offices around town, just really wanted to help my community and went into offices in my local Harford County community Mm -hmm. um, to start helping people that way. And then found out, oh my gosh, I can take this home and get it done a lot faster because in the offices, most of the time, they're not that efficient. <laughs> so well, no, just- most, pe- most people in businesses are not efficient at what they do. That's why people like me and, and Craig and you have bi- have businesses is we've learned to take the, the monotony out of businesses and actually come down with a system. And mm-hmm. in your case, so the system would work better at your home than at their office. Absolutely. And, you know, people would walk in and phone calls and people talking, doing the water cooler stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, my goodness, this is ridiculous. I can take it home and do it in less than half the time. So I started bringing stuff home, found out, oh, my gosh, this actually is a thing called virtual assistant. And uh, just started growing from there. Clients would start saying things like, um, I love that you're um, doing, you know, doing this transcription for my podcast. Can you update my website as well? So I'd start bringing in people to help because we just kept getting more and more referrals and people liked working with me and started wanting to do more. So I mm-hmm. couldn't do it all by myself. So I hired a team. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's it. I mean, we have another, you know, uh, my accountant, uh, you know, you know, another person in our mastermind, Joe Dechara. He's same thing. I watched Joe struggle for years. All of a sudden he's got a team and like, I'd hardly ever talk to Joe. It's always one of his assistants calling me up going, Tim, I need this statement. Tim, I need this. Like, there never, never Joe. There you go. Well, and I, you know, I have really learned along the years. Mm-hmm. Um, none of us can do any of it by ourselves. We really can't. But me and Craig are, are like determined. We're going to do as much of it by ourselves as we can. Yeah. You know that, right? You couldn't have this show right now if you weren't talking to me, Tim. <laughs> you know, you need people. I know. Yep. We need each other. We really do. I just, uh, it just, uh, and I get it. All right. I know Craig is this way too. Like there's certain things I do and there's certain things I outsource. There's, there is certain things I outsource, but for the most part, everything that operates on 90% of my, my website is done by me. 
the main website is being like, it's going to be redone. Katrina Garcia is my, my web, but she's also a partner with me in another yeah, thing. I Katrina. love her. Yeah. yeah she's um, amazing. But like sales pages, I do all my own sales pages. And basically I've got like 45 different templates. I, I grab a template and I play with it and mm -hmm. tweak it to where how, how I want it to be. And I, I make it simple and easy. So like the t the template, this template does is for this event, this template's for this event. And I just, I, I just went and changed the template from every every month with the event changing, but well, I get there are people you have that like technology mind though. Yeah. So that well, that, that's it. I can take on something and learn it. Mm -hmm. So like, uh, and it's weird because I I went to a seminar this weekend, virtual seminar this weekend. I attended, and the whole time I'm sitting there, it's stuff I already knew, but like the second he's starting to explain to the people in the room how to make the process easy without worry. I'm like, okay, get it. I didn't have to write it down. I'm like, got it. All right. Why? Because I've so, I've so much have, I've have figured out systems and studied how to make them simpler. And then if I know, like, I mean, oh, I don't want to do that. I'll call Judy, call my daughter, call somebody who's got to, and I'll have them do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. Yeah. That's right. You know, yeah. so I'm selling some of my rentals right now and like, I'm not going to sell them. I, I went over to my neighbor's house yesterday and said, Hey, can I buy you a cup of coffee? And they're like, yeah, why? I want you to sell here. Here's an address. Go sell this property for me. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, we, we all need each other. We do. Yeah. So, so you got this started out on your own. You got, you, you started to build a team out. Mm -hmm. All right. And as you built your team out, did you then change the structure of how you do it? It's like, I asked, kind of asked earlier about how your structure was. Did you find that your structure as you got a team in changed the way you did it? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, I told um, one of my coaches, uh, Suzanne Evans, mm -hmm. um, it's I another always, person who has not been on my podcast that has been asked. Yeah, go ahead. She'll talk to anybody. <laughs> and remind her, she said yes to be on my podcast in May of 2020. And she still has not gone through the process to do it. Tell her how easy it was. I will. All right. Um, it, so I was talking to her and I was like, I feel like I'm always starting over, mm -hmm. but it, it really isn't a starting over. Um, it's, it's like you're getting to the next level. So some of the things you did in the very beginning, you can't do those same things. You got to up level some things or change yeah. some things. So um, yes, we definitely have gone through those uh, little growth areas for sure. Um, and, and there, you just have to, you know, you have to do that to grow. Mm -hmm. So how many assistants do you have on the team right now? There's 15. 15. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And are you looking to grow as you grow clients or are you looking, or, or, or are you looking to try it's, to. It's all about our clients. It's yeah. all about our clients, uh, whatever fits their needs. Um, so we try to, every virtual um, business manager can handle, between eight to 10 clients. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, that is what predicates, okay, where are we going now? And I don't know if you remember this, but we are at a mastermind. Um, was it in Dallas? Yeah, it was at, um, Craig's um, uh, <laughs> is a club, the clubhouse at Craig's. Um, okay, yeah. You know how many Craig's clubhouses I've been to over the years? <laughs> The most recent one, anyway. Um, and I, I, I was, ha I was struggling. I'm like, you know, we're going a little crazy here. We have so many clients, and we need to take care of them. And um, somebody brilliant 
mm-hmm. said, it might have been Craig, um, said- if, uh, if it was from Craig, I gave him the idea. But anyway, let's- <laughs> Said, um, do you have an organization chart? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I don't. And so I set up an organizational chart and have all the, okay, this is what we need to grow and take care of the clients like they need to be taken care of. Yeah. And it was great. <laughs> you mean, you mean, okay, like self-employed Tim has an operations manual? <laughs> hey, pretty good, Tim. There you go. Like, 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 well, no, did you notice like pre-show, I actually went through the checklist of what I had to tell you pre-show. I'm on now. The next thing is the pre, is the post-show checklist. Mm-hmm. That is organization. All right. Now, I mean, now, I learned that. Yeah. Online, that would be really good. I'm not a paper girl. Well, the reason I have it in paper is because this is in the office. It is online. So basically, I don't take the paper with me while I'm going to road trip. I have it online. Good. But um, the reason I, I do, do this is because I do this and then I just move it over here when I'm done. I have more paper on this desk that will blow your mind. Here's Craig, here's Tim's idea. Cringe. Okay, here's Tim's ideas. I have three of them. As you see, there's three different ideas. Okay. Right? Wait a minute. Wait, wait. This is organization. See, and Judy's ideas are in Evernote. This is this is once it gets formulated into a felt, it gets put in one of these. Right? Right. This is a program here. Right. What is this? Here's this next program here. This next program here, paper, but it's being put onto one of these. Okay. From there, once it's I done there. Folders in Evernote. I know, I know. <laughs> From there, once it's done in there, it gets put onto a digital form and it gets put into a PowerPoint. And once it's re- uh, once it's put into PowerPoint and is recorded on video, that program, all those mm-hmm. papers get shredded. Now I don't mean here, but that, now but that's talking. I mean, that's my system is, 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 is what the problem was is in the beginning, I went looking for all those tools to do it online and realized that was not the ideal way for Tim to operate. Yeah. Some people are just paper people. Uh, and, and I tell people the greatest app that I ever have is when I go to Starbucks some days to think is right here. There's my app. No phone. Not, because the phone, if I get on the, I get on the phone to try to, to do something like that. You'll get I get an email or a text and I go start and answer it. And then I go look it up. And I, right. in the meantime, what I came there to do never gets done. So I have to separate from the, from the electronics to do it because then again, electronics is, I wish I could show you my desk. I have three screens oh, and I was going to add that's two awesome. more. Yeah. Yeah. No. And then I have a computer I'm building to go to put on the TV. That's and then I have a computer built over here. Yeah. I'm, I'm bad. That's awesome. Now you're talking. This is what happens with COVID is because is I was stuck at home and yeah. I realized I didn't have tax deductions at the end of 2020. So I bought all this studio equipment. <laughs> and I thought I was doing good until last month when my cat decided to destroy my studio. Oh, no. Yeah, I had it. And September 1st, I had to I had to tell my birthday present to me was my company had to finance a new computer. Yeah. Because my computer is not a this computer here that runs broadcast is not a cheap computer. <laughs> Yeah. But systems. All right. Without systems, we wouldn't be anything uh, without this, pro, this, this, pro, this computer here, my broadcast would not work. I mean, I did it from like a, I had a week and a half while it was getting built. I had to do it with my laptop and oh my God, I can look at those computers that those broadcasts. Oh my God, they look horrible. 
They just, the studio's not set up right. The sound mm. isn't right. All those things. Mm. That Let me relate that to your business. You see somebody come in and they've got this whole thing for doing social media. And it looks like, you know what I mean? Their kid was throwing spaghetti against the wall. Or no social media. Or no social media. Yeah. And you, I assume, then would organize and say, hey, let's get this to look and so it looks like at least a, a decent painting that your kid made, right? <laughs> oh, we have we have great social media. Oksana um, uh, Shogach, actually, L.A. girl now, um, used to be in Maryland. Uh, mm -hmm. She runs our virtual assistant, um, the social media side, okay. and she's okay. fabulous. All right. So one of the things you mentioned here uh, earlier on, and I noticed I, I'm going to go back to that because you said one of the things you were watching was Shark Tank. Mm -hmm. Are you one of those people who watches all those business shows, the business type shows like Shark Tank, The Profit, uh, Undercover Billionaire? Can I go on? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Now, mm -hmm. The Profit, I only saw once, um, but definitely. Not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of his anymore. Um, but I'm telling you, I love YouTube. I'm on YouTube every morning learning something. And that kind of gets me like in business mode and thinking mode and yeah. YouTube's amazing. So, yeah. So one of my clients actually, Judy has done this thing with YouTube where he's taking shark tank videos and he's doing biz coach, biz coach reacts videos to the shark tank pitches. But so, he literally, he gets the show, he downloads the show, and then he breaks it up into each individual pitch and he makes a YouTube video about it where he comments onto it. You know what I mean? His, for, for the average person, what they're looking at. I did a couple of them with him. And then we also did Undercover Billionaire. Uh, we did a couple Undercover Billionaires and then he decided to take it back to be just him and not him and somebody else commenting. And it, I love that with Grant Cardone, but I never, it never like finished. Because oh yeah, it did. I got, I got, I got the recordings of it finally and watched them last weekend. Oh man. Is it anywhere? Um, I have it. Uh, I have it cause, uh, you got to get it on D D discovery plus. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. there's other apps out there like, you know, Hulu TV type thing. Um, I have a, an account with Plex TV and, and someone basically we, we, we put it in our joint account together and he got it from Discovery Plus and we put it in our joint account together. Yeah. Cause so I because we, we uh, create content Cardone and that whole, whole so, well let me just give you this grant cardone was not my most impressive one out of that that three <laughs> okay i liked monique in the beginning until the close of it and the closing episode monique did great but the girl elaine she's she's my hot dog on that that girl that girl the blonde who was in yeah. uh, fresno california because what she created in fresno california was mind-blowing out of a an old inn Yep. And like you, you know, I mean, she describes it out, but the actual pictures of how it actually lay, how it actually works, you don't see it until the last two episodes. Yeah, I haven't seen that, but yeah. she, you can tell she's a rock star. She is. So, and Grant Cardone, I, 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 I hate to say this live on air, I, and I'm not a big fan of Grant Cardone, but like I looked at that, and to me, it looks like Grant Cardone uh, gave him money under the table to create to get that valuation because that company is not worth what I think they said it's worth as a business guy. And I've created million dollar companies. I'm like, dude, that is not worth that company. Not I'm not worth. that. I'm not that far. So spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you how much it is. All right. But I'm just going to tell you, I, it is not worth what they said. I think it's not even worth half of what they said. My opinion, my opinion for you grant lovers. I'm sorry. It's my opinion. All right. <laughs> so, uh, but the first season of it was uh, the, this guy, Glenn Stearns and, and, Larry Broughton knows Glenn, and I've been asking Larry to get me Glenn to be on my podcast because I would love to interview Glenn. I loved what he did. He walked into town and he found people, just average people, and built. 
right? That's what Elaine did, and that's what that's what Monique did in that second season. But Grant, Grant walked into town and goes, "Who's the big guy? I want to talk to the big guy." So, and every time he actually came down to talk to the little guy, he was talking over them, and made them feel belittled, and they wouldn't do anything with him, and huh. that bothered me. I can go into a town, and I personally, I'm, you know, my coaches are actually encouraging me to do this, to go into a town and create a business in 90 days, see if I can do it. Of course you can. Well, I should be able to do it online first. I help people. I've been, I've been using that as an analogy for years to help people to build a business online. Well, and you know, I think really that's the cool part about entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you've created one business, you can create another one always create another business. Yeah, uh, I, like I have three corporations. Yeah, I know. Authority, you know, I, I, some people feel like, you know, when they work for a bank, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, I have security. No, you don't. How no. many people do we know that have let, been let go? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, hey, you can always start a business. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so let me ask you this. Is this the first business you ever built? Nope. What was the first, what was the last one? Let me see. Because there's been a few of them. I started a cleaning company. Okay. Uh, which was kind of interesting. Um, I was working, uh, I was working for an athletic club here in town and um, went for this job, made it all the way to you know, the last interview and they hired somebody from the outside. I'd worked for them for a few years mm -hmm. and they hired somebody from the outside and I was, Oh boy, it really got to me. Um, so I was like, Hmm, I got to do something else. It was my mother who is now 93. Um, and at that time, years ago, um, she had said, um, you know, let's clean houses. You want to clean houses? And I'm like, are you kidding? I don't want to clean my own. And she said, it's different. It's different when you clean for other people. And it really is. I love going into people's houses and cleaning. It's just, you know, you really feel like you're doing something for these it's, people. You sound like Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so um, it was just my mom and I, and same thing happened as in VIP. People started recommending us and referring us to other people. And I was like, okay, let's bring in this friend and this friend. And we had a ball. We had so much fun cleaning and it got to the point, Tim, where we were, and I'm not going to remember correctly, but I think there was about 15 people on our team mm -hmm. and we were cleaning every day, but Sunday, Saturdays was our spring cleaning day. Um, and every night we cleaned businesses. So every day we were in houses, every night we were in, and I was probably about six, six to eight months pregnant, um, with my last child. And I was, uh, doing a daycare center because at that time I did not know about really stepping into the CEO mindset. Yeah. And I, I just did what all the girls did and ran the business. So it was like two o'clock in the morning. I was there by myself, mopping, 
mopping backwards, hit a bucket. And it's, yeah, God spoke to me. He said, what are you doing? You know, I could be on the floor here. Nobody would find me till the daycare center opened up at six in the morning. And, you know, here I am. So that's when things changed for me and said, okay, not doing that anymore. <laughs> so I did that. I, I worked for, um, I did Mary Kay, sales director, car in six months, all that kind of stuff. Um, I really loved um, having my sons actually had a DJ company, which um, I kind of helped them start. My 14 year old would do the music for our Mary Kay events. And my oldest, he loved music and DJing. And so they took the equipment that we happened to have and started DJing for people. Wow. Um, ended up to be an amazing business for them while they were in high school and college. Um, yeah, so I've kind of done a few different things. It's funny that you say uh, uh, cleaning because one of the 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 uh, jobs that or one of the businesses I had was cleaning cleaning cars, and we used to go to office towers and basically we would clean clean cars at the office towers. So we'd set the truck cool. up one for the whole day and we're at the, we're outside in the parking lot. Yeah. Yep. Great oh. idea. Yeah. I mean, we did hundreds, we had five trucks, we did hundreds of cars every, every day. And I knew local, like standalone car washes, like the car, like they're in the area where the car wash, I go to get my car washed at now. And mm -hmm. I was doing more cars in that area at office towers than they have coming through their tunnel every day. Mm. Yeah. It's fun. Isn't it fun? It was I, until I got sick of it one day and I said, that's well, it. I'm done. And, and basically until it until it isn't. <laughs> And then, I, yeah, that's it. It wasn't fun anymore. And uh, I remember the offer the guy gave me and I looked at it and I went, okay, after I sell everything, get rid of all my debt, I'll walk away with, I think it was like $200,000. I'm like, sold. Bye. There you go. And it was a million dollar business. It was, a, it, I, I could have easily held onto it and valued it for a million dollars, but like it was, I had, I carried too much debt and stuff to go with it because I always had to have new, I had to have new trucks. You know, I mean, every two years you had to buy a new truck and each truck was like almost 200 grand to, to, to set up. Mm. It was not cheap. Yeah. So wow. anyway, yeah. but Big that's, that's the business I had until I just said, okay, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. I, I, I do not want to go out and deal with cars anymore, but I could clean somebody else's car in 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. But see once that's awesome. Cause once you have that knowledge of mm -hmm. how to start a business, how to build a business, yeah, you can do it with anything. Yeah. So Awesome. Anyway. Cause you have uh, your what three businesses, right? I have three businesses now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and we're, we're, we're selling one off. So right now we're selling, we're in the process of selling one off. That was just something that we, uh, we started and tried and I've got somebody else interested in doing it. And basically uh, I put two, two, two years of effort into something that I'll just get a small paycheck for. I don't care. It's good enough for me. Yeah. Bye. I'll create another one. There so you go. I just don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so I'm selling it. All right. So, uh, you know, it, it's great that you, you come on the show. All right. I, I'm so thankful I got to have you on as a guest. I want to make sure people can reach out to you and find out about these services. What is the website they reach you at? Our website is VIPServicesTeam.com. VIPServicesTeam.com. Boy, it's pretty easy. That's simple and easy to say. Yeah, you can find out all about us there. There's also a little um, tab and some buttons that you can just book and 
book a call with me and we'll chat and see how we can help you. Tabs and buttons and doodads and doodongs and yeah. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Cool, cool. Well, before you go, I got a little game I like to play, all right? And I have put several questions into these five envelopes. I want you to pick three of the envelopes, numbers one through five, pick three. Three envelopes. Yeah. Well, let's do, we have to do three because I have three sons. Okay, next. And we have to do one. Um, one, three. Oh, wait, you said one. Hold on. Oh, 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 I grabbed, yeah. I grabbed five. I don't know how I grabbed five instead of one. No, five. I'll take it. Okay, five. So these ones here go over there next week. We'll, we'll find out what they are later. Okay. We start with three. We open up the envelope and we see what questions Judy gets to answer. Warning. Some <laughs> of these, some of these. Oh. Kim questions. Oh, my God. The first question is, Judy, and I don't know whether you wear these or you like these, but boxers or briefs? Uh, no, but I have three sons and a husband. And I will say uh, boxers. Boxers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, like my men comfortable. All right. So number two question on this one here is, which was better to drink, Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. Coke, 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 Coke. Pepsi's too sugary. Oh. Isn't it? Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> like, when I go to a restaurant and they're like, is Pepsi okay? I'm like, is vodka no. okay? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. All right. And the third one, which would you rather do? Go say, stay, you're on a trip, stay in a hotel or camp in a tent? Oh, God, Tim. Of course, stay in a hotel. <laughs> See, we, these questions aren't hard, just you don't know what's in camp here. In, the, in our family, and it we would camp in a trailer yeah. that had air conditioning and running water. And, it's called glamping. Yeah. We love that, but... No, I don't even do that anymore. Hotel all, right. all the way. Let's go with envelope number two or number number one. Let's see what's in this one here. I love this because as I open it up, I get to find out how good your question is going to be. Ooh, I always love this one. Who was the better lead singer of Van Halen? David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar? David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth. I got to yeah. agree with you on that one. So, uh, and basically my this or that game I got from watching Sammy Hagar on TV. So yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I can't wait till the time I get Sammy Hagar. By the way, Sammy, we're waiting for you to be a guest on the show. All right. So we can ask you these questions. Um, number two is, I know you live in the Northeast, so Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? Oh. Uh, Starbucks. All right, good. Yeah. I mean, I thought maybe nothing, you were going to give a tribute nothing, to Andy. Nothing wrong with Dunkin' Donuts, but I like Starbucks better. That is the Andy Sokol question. That is going to be forever labeled as the Andy Sokol question. Do you know that? Did you know Did you know Andy? Mm -mm. Okay, so Andy Sokol has been in, in Craig's mastermind like long before all of us. Okay. Andy and Gina, uh, his girlfriend Gina and Andy passed away a couple of weeks ago. Mm, all right, I don't know if you've seen the things on that, but yeah, Andy passed away. Um, September 1st, hmm. it was, yeah, Gina called me and I'm like, what the heck's Gina calling me three times in a row in the morning to call to tell me. So, uh, but Andy and I used to always argue over Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks. So if Andy was in my town, I would have to go to Starbucks to get my drink and then drive through drive through at Dunkin' Donuts to get his drink. If I was in his town, 
he would literally go through Dunkin' Donuts and get his drink, then drive me through Starbucks to get my drink. And in one case in his town in Fort Lauderdale, like literally it was like the whole time he's at the drive-thru in his car ordering my drink. So I have to come here because my friend Tim is in the car and he wants it. He's just so fun. Anyway, I miss you, Andy. I love them. So, mm. all right. And number three in here, which one do you prefer or which one did you watch? Star Wars or Star Trek? Huh. Um, let's see. Um, I watched the first ones of, you know, most of those. Mm -hmm. um, I would say Star Wars, though. Star Wars? Right. Yeah, yeah. Some people are adamant about one or the other, so that's why you got to ask these. These are no, questions. That's not one. That's um, yeah. Yeah. This these are questions that some people get a little upset about. So <laughs> that's number three, envelope number three. All right, podcast or music in the car? Podcast. Yeah, you got into, yeah, a lot of people now have listening to podcasts while they ride in their car. Yeah. Well, sometimes I get to do both because my son actually has a podcast. Um, it's called uh, Indie Echo, mm -hmm. and he's a music producer. So he will have people on his show. So that's listening to a podcast and music at the same time. That's cool. That's cool. So, Well, my next one here is the one girly question I have, and I'm surprised it came up here, and that is high heels or boots? Boots, flats sandals <laughs> anything comfortable <laughs> you know when i say boots you know i'm from texas and what kind of boots we talk oh, about yeah. Right? oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah so all right and the last question is when you are going to the movies do you like to get popcorn or candy popcorn all the butter and stuff onto it i assume layered layered up <laughs> Give me that heart clogging stuff. Just lay it on there, baby. Well, so. we don't go to the movies that often because there's so either. much. I mean, we have like all the streaming stuff. So, um, so we don't go that often. So when we do. So um, one of the questions in one of the other envelopes is, would you rather watch the movie in the theater or at home? And, and that's because of what's going on in our world. Yeah. But like the movie, I can't wait to see. I'm waiting for it to come out in theaters because I'm going to the theater. And I don't care if it costs me $50. And I have to buy the whole theater out because of social distancing. I'm going to see it. What is it? The new Top Gun. Uh, the one that they've been taunting in front of us since 2018. Uh, we have a friend who um, who worked on that movie. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Very exciting. I can't wait. That's the one movie I can't wait to see. Let's do a mastermind day and we can all go together. That would yeah. be awesome. Well... You know what? Wait a minute. Do you know where I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Where you have seen it? Yeah. No. Bohemian Rhapsody came out the weekend of my first blog and video con. Okay. My featured keynote speaker was Craig Duswalt. <laughs> so here's how it was in the theater. Because Craig just found the theater. We all booked seats, right? It was awesome. my wife, me, Craig, Tyler. And I'm sitting there and cause like, basically I hate to say it, but basically we, we had, he had his, Craig had his beer on my table and Tyler's beer on his cause Tyler was underage at the time. So, um, and Craig is watching the movie with his phone out texting Brian May. 
I'm sitting here looking at the text from Brian May because he's right here while watching the movie. Oh, that is Brian so, May. Yeah, that's so awesome. That was an experience. Hmm. So, but Craig basically said, you know, your events, the weekend, the Bohemian Rhapsody is coming out. We got to go see that. Okay. Oh, for sure. It was so awesome. That was, a, that was, and literally we made it a party and there was probably about half the people from my blog and video con got tickets and we like all card pulled and went over. That's so, awesome. That was Definitely cool. Fun. Definitely. That fun. was in the theater C and I, I still have it on DVD and everything here now. So, all right. Well, Judy, one more time, tell them your website so they can find you. Make sure it's said so the people on audio can understand it as well. Our website is www.vipservicesteam.com. Cool. Cool. Well, Judy, again, I think you've taken time out of your schedule today, coming in, sharing with my people. I appreciate that. As, uh, from my heart, Phil, I really thank my you. My busy schedule of, uh, yeah, just recouping from COVID. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I got you. Tim, it was great to talk to a person. I it was good to have you coming out of COVID because I had Craig on going into his COVID. Oh God. So I was, oh, mine yeah. was the last broadcast he did before that was it. He was oh, done and into COVID. So oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. well thanks again. Him. Yeah. yeah I, I, I've been texting him every now and then I text him, just keep an eye on him. So how he's doing. So he got it really rough. He got it hard. It hit him hard. So, Oh man. But anyway. Yeah. It's well, so weird how, this one virus is so different in everybody. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but I can't wait till it's gone. <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to go into that on air because the last time I talked about COVID and what I do and don't go, all right, you know, they shut me off. Anyway, <laughs> I won't say who, but anyway. Uh, well, uh, Judy, I thank you for being on the show. Uh, to you guys, the, the guests today, I want to thank you for being a guest today, or, or, or to our uh, audience. Thank you for being the audience. Listen to our show, commenting and checking us out, please go to vipservices.team.com. Check out Judy and her whole team up there. And if you need those services of getting the little hairs taken care of and all those little headaches taken care of, call her up and actually book an appointment and talk to her. I'm yeah. Tim Gillette with the Tim Gillette Show, and I will see you next time, guys. Bye.